Good morning. I am Cindy Vaughn. I love talking in the beautiful, blessed KLGO, the word information with inspiration, 1490 AM. You can also catch up with the love ladies at lovetalknetwork.com and surprise, surprise is gooder. <laughs> Guess who's in the studio with me? Kathy Enderbrock and Lori right. DeVez. I know that Juan had already promoted that for us. I am so excited. I said to Lori a few minutes ago, I said, okay, now Lori. You know, Kathy and I are really low energy. Right. So. You're going to have to give us a little bit of a boost here. <laughs> but Juan did take our picture this morning before we had social network. We look like we open those eyes. Like I know. Where are the little cucumber things to put I right know, on that's top what of I that? Need. I need that beauty mask. Well, we'll be filing our fingernails and doing our toes while we talk to you this morning. All you guys out there getting ready to mow the lawn. You're about to that last place that men live for in August, hoping the yarn has either died back enough, they don't have to mow it every week, or it's almost fall, (laughs) and they don't have to mow it every week. Now, here's my question to you ladies. When does the house die back enough? I don't have to clean it every week. And when does the toilet clean itself? (laughs) (laughs) The toilet cleans itself when your children get old enough to pick up the brush. Oh, I gotta have a second family. I need to buy somebody's children. I see how that works. That sounds like a plan. (laughs) Anyway, in the studio, of course, Kathy Enderbrock and Lori DeVias. Hey, you guys tell people who you are. I know who you are. I bet they do, too. But tell them a little bit about yourself. I'm Kathy Enderbrock, um, Director of Let's Pray Today Ministries and um, City Coordinator for the National Day of Prayer in the City of Georgetown. And I, gosh, I don't know what our listeners might want to know. Oh, I'm, well, last time I teased you, you are the love lady to Eric oh, and the I love am. mommy to three little girls. Three gorgeous <laughs> little girls. Yeah. And I got to talk to your mom this week for just a moment. I've thought about that so much because she called and it was the beginning of the that high holy a, days. That's right. Out of your Jewish uh, heritage. We were driving into the city, getting ready to go onto the Love Talk Network on the um, to do television. Mm And mom called, and she said that she was excited for us that that morning, that it was the beginning of Rosh Hashanah, which was the celebration of when God finished creation, and uh, that it was a very special day for us to be doing something um, for new beginnings. New beginnings. Yeah. Speaking of which, new beginnings. That was just for you, Lori. How about that? I mean, talk about a segue. We just couldn't have planned that that better. What's going on with you, Lori? And by the way, who are you? Who am I? Well, thank you for asking. I'm Lori DeVillies, and I get to be the executive director of the Austin Pregnancy Resource Center. We're located two blocks from the University of Texas, so we get to hang out with all the wonderful 50,000 UT students. Mm. And been there eight years now, and I love every minute of being there. Go Longhorns. down there. That's right. That's right. They had a big game last last week, so, and they're all moved back in. I love when the U Hauls oh, come I back. I can and, imagine. Yeah. I was down at Lori's place. I don't know. Yeah. It's been. I picked you up the other day mm-hmm. for us to go also down and do some broadcasting. Yeah. Oh my gosh! When I was down at UT, that was like a hovel. I mean, really, it was ghetto. I mean, if you could get to college <laughs> and you could you could have a pair of shoes, great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Half a million dollar condos. Mm-hmm. 
everywhere. Everywhere. And people moving into them. Oh, I yeah. I was like, hello. We love the end of semester when everything gets put on the street corner. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Shopping me. Time. Yeah, I mean, no. I mean, down there. Need a laptop? Need a, yeah, a little bit of everything. So, yeah, it's a neat place. Man, to be. we are so blessed to have you. Of course, mm-hmm. we're, uh, we're sad. We're not quite grieving, but we're sad because the love lady has decided to scoot yes. her little fanny all over, all over uh, Europe. <laughs> I know. Is, now, is she in Spain today or France or, I mean, I think there's like four different countries I that she and I have no ideas, but if we got on the social networking there, we'd probably, there'd be, who is this woman? You know, she's probably a trail everywhere she goes. People, I know, awake. Yes, <laughs> I travel in that wake a lot. I know what you're talking about, Van. Good luck. Yeah, no, I, I hope they're having a fabulous time and staying safe and healthy. And speaking of which, hey, about outside our borders, there are several things I want us to talk about mm-hmm. before we get in. And then this dovetails perfectly about leadership and legacy, which is what we're. We're going to be talking about in love. And, you know, we're doing that somewhat in honor of Lori and who she is. But we're getting ready to start a new series, Lori, on leadership. Evelyn's going to be doing a lot of production on that. And uh, I think this dovetails so much with where the city is with Explore God Central mm-hmm. Texas and uh, and certainly with what's going on in the world. And uh, so there was a whole slew of stuff. My emails were just burning up last night, you know, late, because, of course, you know, San Antonio passed their prop proposition. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know you've dealt with that kind of city yes. ordinance stuff that can last mm-hmm. for. Ever. Yes, we have. Yes. <laughs> Still a part of your life right yes. now. I know you probably don't want to go into that, but your life is impacted, yeah. of course, by city ordinance. And mm-hmm. uh, so I just want to know what y'all think, you know, you know, uh, I want to get make sure I have my facts straight. But uh, the mayor of San Antonio, you know, is a big Obama surrogate. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and of course, this is the, the part of this is just the push, mm-hmm. you know, for Texas. Oh, this yeah. whole, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to turn Texas blue. blue. <laughs> I mean, blue, red, purple, <laughs> you know, all of that stuff's a little lost on me. But, you know, for me, I guess it's, I'm, you know, I don't want to be a hater. It's not like I want people to not be able to rent or have a home, you know, to go back to the days when if you were a certain color or a certain persuasion, you could not live outside or into other neighborhoods. Or Mm -hmm. if you went into other neighborhoods, there was suspicion. I'm not thinking that, you know, we want to return to that. On the other hand, this ordinance is pretty expansive mm-hmm. because it's the whole issue around bathrooms, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. transgender and using mm-hmm. bathrooms. Hello, you know, yeah. you not get to go in the bathroom. Wonder who's nobody wants to go in the men's bathroom. Well, Let's I mean, face it. Yeah. Anymore, <laughs> you know, Eric and I find we won't allow our girls to go into the bathrooms by themselves anymore because 
it, it's just too many things can happen in there. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. My little poor little boy, he had to follow me under the women's bathroom until he began to grow hair all over his body because <laughs> I thought, you know, I'm not letting him loose in the men's bathroom because I don't know who's in there. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in there. Well, now, you know, ladies, watch out because I think, you know, we're going to now have everybody in our bathroom. So yeah, well and it's not just bathrooms anymore too, it's dressing rooms that you oh, know, the local right. Dillards and Macy's. That's kinda that's the big thing for me. It used to be I'd be out pulling all the clothes for my girls and saying, just go in and try this on mm-hmm. and come on out. And now I go in there, I do a look through to see kind of who's in the dressing room and preferably going during times when there aren't a whole lot of people there. Well, you know, listen, I mean, people would say, I mean, so we're haters, I guess, or we're, you know, and and because here's the deal. If you have ever been, this is kind of, uh, now listen, Paula Dean totally blew it in her, in her speech with regard to racism. But this ordinance does, if you, you could not hold city office in San Antonio if you had ever made comment with regard to homosexuality, transgender, your disagreement with that, that would be considered hate speech, that would be considered discriminatory, that would, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, all of those things. So this is the road we're marching down. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I think it's regrettable. I just, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I have to say it's more than regrettable because mm-hmm. um, all already thinking that, you know, Jonathan Sines at Texas Values doing a a great job. And of Mm -hmm. course, Alice Patterson Mm -hmm. at um, the Justice Foundation and Alan Parker also at Justice Foundation, even though they're, they brought in overwhelming numbers Mm -hmm. into the Mm -hmm. city council to say, this is not what we want. Their minds were made up. Mm -hmm. And that's because of the surrogacy issue Mm -hmm. that was coming down from D.C. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is going to be this going to be really on topic for Texas as we move forward. And so I'm well, and I think especially for businesses, I, Eric and I were just talking. We go for a walk every night just as a married couple. And, um, you know, we were talking about the uh, cake bakery that just went out in, of business in Oregon. Yeah. yeah. In New Mexico. Several, yeah, I thought about you because your family, several Mm -hmm. businesses in New Mexico Mm -hmm. have been sued and lost their suits because they refused as a photographer in another cake bakery at a wedding Mm -hmm. to do Mm same-sex wedding. Mm -hmm. Is that where you were going with that? Yes, absolutely. I mean, and it's just, you know, I think when it comes down to religious liberties, I mean, that's one of the things that our country was founded on is religious liberty. And now we're seeing that you know, something that makes up 10% of the population is starting to put a, a muzzle. On. Yeah, and I love, you know, when you read the Federalist paper, well, that was easy for you to say, Federalist <laughs> papers. Uh, you know, I love the whole Jeffersonian, you know, the dissent. I love the protection of minority, mm-hmm. you know, the minority voice in America. But listen, this is getting just... This is, you know, this mm-hmm. is like, yeah, okay, I, I think people should be able to live, you know, and, and to some degree let live, mm-hmm. but boy, the cramming it down every, and when I, when it gets mm-hmm. to the place of if you speak your value, it's fine for everyone else to speak their values, you speak your values, you counsel women about life, right? Mm-hmm. and suddenly what? You know, right. the city says, uh-uh, right. not you. Everybody else can say what they want to say or say nothing, but you, Lori, you mentioned God, 
Mm-hmm. You mentioned Jesus. You mentioned an alternative. Uh-uh. We right. don't do that here. Right. Yeah. This this is where we're in serious trouble. Right. Well, uh, I said, Kathy and I had this fabulous conversation about mustaches. Oh, yeah? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Y'all might, y'all might wonder where we're going. Oh, just wait. Just oh, wait. yeah. Uh, so. Let me uh, hear, let speaking me of mustaches, are you familiar with what's going on in Syria right <laughs> it's now? It's all about mustaches. I mean, this is what this is what Kathy and I have boiled it down to, oh, is that okay. men, bizarre right. men who wear mustaches. Like to take over the world. Oh. No, <laughs> we were talking about Syrians. <laughs> Kathy was like, "What's up with his mustache? Does he have one or not?" We've decided he colors it in. Yeah, he kind of, you know, not very evenly either. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about Syria. So I just want to know, are we um, moving to war? Because FYI, I don't know if y'all y'all caught this on your social networking, but. Uh, the uh, National Prayer Council, Christian Emergency Network, uh, the National Prayer Committee, all the major spiritual leaders, of which Kathy could say more about that <laughs> as well. Uh, we will say Christian leaders um, have called for September 7th to be a day of prayer and fasting. Today. But, yes, exactly. Okay. Because say, and, it, and of course it came late really, really mm-hmm. late behind this whole dialogue. But here was the philosophy. You know, there was a time in this nation when leaders didn't call for war before they called the people to prayer. prayer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And what is the effect of prayer? And I think you talked about that. We had a little conversation in the car about that. We did the other week. day that, you know, you looked at, and Sydney, Cindy had brought this up during World War II, that um, there was a group located... In Wales. In Wales. And And their focus was praying over not just the war overall, but individual battles for success in individual battles. And they saw battles turn during periods of very... For which generals had, you know, Dunkirk, for which generals would say, had that massive cloud not moved in, Mm -hmm. or literally battleships turning on a dime in the ocean, and these guys, Reese Mm -hmm. Howells, and of course his intercessory group. And so I guess, you know, I just want to know, not necessarily do you have to speak so much where you're at in, in the whole thing of going to war, not going to war. I mean... One of the things I was interested in Lori's perspective is because here we are as Christians, as proponents of life mm-hmm. and saying when you talk about a culture of life, it is a moral theology that says all life is sacred. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a platform from which you stand. Well, I mean, what I find very interesting is, and Lori, I know you'll have a really great take on this, um, is when we look at World War Two, every Everyone was calling to America, get in the war, help us out. We need you to step into the war. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, literally America had to get dragged or bombed into the, into getting into World War II. And here we are leading up to the G20 summit, and the U.S. is standing alone. And so what is the right? I, I believe that there are times to stand alone, and then there are times to seek counsel. Well, let's come back, and I want to pursue that even because this is so on topic with legacy and leadership. We're going to pursue that. We're going to talk about um, the, you know, what's going on in the news. And and Lori, is this part of the the wilderness or a new day? (laughs) This is Love Talk on the Word.
Good morning. I am Cindy Vonna. Love talking in the beautiful, blessed KLGO, the word, 1490 AM, information with inspiration. And in the studio with me are love ladies, Kathy Endebrock and Lori DeVias. And uh, we've been talking about current events. You may have heard us ruminating about mustaches. We're really, you know, we have more on the ball than that. <laughs> but uh, we were talking about this move up to war and today the call around the nation for prayer. And uh, we've talked about San Antonio. And, of course, there are amazing things going on in the city. The Explorer God kicked mm-hmm. off. And, Lori, I know mm-hmm. you've been a part of that. And, Kathy, you all had that gathering in, in Georgia. Town, so it's really central Texas. But Lori, you've got some stuff coming up, yes. And I want us to talk about that before we move into the 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 content of today's program, which is the same. I mean, they're mm-hmm. not really, but this is a specific gathering. Can you tell us what's going to be going on in your world? Absolutely. In just a few weeks, on September twenty fourth, <clears throat> it's always the last Tuesday of September. The Austin Pregnancy Resource Center. We hold our biggest event of the year. And I call it the extravaganza, which is a big word, which means big party for me. And what we do is get to celebrate life and really share with people about what God is doing. And before the show, I was getting to share with Kathy that uh, this is a significant year because this is 40 years Mm. that Roe v. Wade was legalized in this nation. And when you look at history and you look at the scriptures and all the things, the way God moves, it's in those 40-year segments, those generations, as you talked, as we're going to talk about with the legacies uh, coming up. But that night, the theme the Lord gave me is emerging from the wilderness, which is exactly what we're really seeing this year. But he's also given me another phrase to, to participate with that, and that is, it's a new day. Mm-hmm. It's a that. new day for life. And uh, I believe there's much more in that than we right now know Mm -hmm. but i'm celebrating that because there is hope Mm. and i think we as people who've stood for life many i mean i've been involved in this over 25 years now to see a change a significant change and not only that the significance of what has happened in when we you know if you want to talk about the prayer that we had at the Mm -hmm. capitol and the change in legislation and all that the history of the prayer behind that a lot of people may not know but to see that turn now that's very encouraging and it's not by accident that it happened here in austin at the austin capitol oh no i agree with that and and i'm still you know sometimes i think well okay now i can go on to jesus after yes some of yes after and, what, you know, and let me tell you after thursday night the explore god oh you thought the same prayer thing? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was sharing with you the next day, my, my throat was sore. I was like, I don't feel sick. It was like, no, I was praising so much and just so, so lifting uh, praise to the Lord that it was just, it was, mm-hmm. if you can imagine being at a game and just cheering, that's what it was. Awesome. That's what it I was. Love but that. we were cheering Jesus and we were cheering that he, he's moving across, not just Austin, but beginning here. That will uh-huh. go not just across the country. It will go around the world. Awesome. Hey, Lord, did you tell people how to get a hold of you to be able to go to the extravaganza? I did not. I went because right past that. I mm. want you to because okay. they can either go with me. They can <laughs> yes. come as my date. That's right. I'm always looking for a date. <laughs> right. Anyway, or, or uh, but come. Well, you're going to have Jim there, right? <laughs> yeah, I am. Okay. I'm going right. to pull that boy down there. Okay. And uh, the double tree. But tell double them tree. how to get a hold of yes. you because you're going to have some awesome. 
awesome auction items. Yes. And, yes. you know, and, and Julie Ziegler Newman will be your speaker. Right. And I mean, yeah. just some really good stuff. Oh, we've got on. an amazing night planned. And you're right. We do have an auction. This is the first time we'll ever have an auction. And we mm-hmm. have some amazing items. Just for fun, we've added that piece. Uh, but this year, we also have a very special guest speaker, Julie Ziegler Norman, the daughter of the motivational speaker Zig Ziegler. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll have the room full. Uh, I believe right now we're over 700 people that have Yay. confirmed to be there, moving to right wonderful. at 800 people. So uh, I'm really excited because okay. my goal is 1,000 people. But the way to reach us yeah. so we can get yeah. to that 1,000 yeah. yeah. <laughs> is austinprc.org. Okay. That's austinprc.org. There's a video out there. There's all the information. Okay, good. But also they can call me. I'd love to talk to them at 512 Oh, you're going to be like the Pope. I can't. <laughs> Did you hear <laughs> that call? <laughs> that Francis was taking personal Phone calls from people. Wow, that's no. awesome. He's remaining the Pope of the people, who he was when he was in South America, that now, he, you know, on occasion he gets letters, not on occasion, I'm sure yeah. he has thousands of letters, but he has taken to reading those and making personal phone calls. He called a gal this week whose boyfriend was uh, really pressuring her to have an abortion. Wow, I need to write to him. And he called her. And he talked to her about life wow, and I legacy, and she is going to have the child and name the child Francis. Wow. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. How about that? I so I thought, that. okay, you know what? Mm-hmm. You know, you need to call Jesus at Jeremiah 33. <laughs> 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 you can call the Pope. You can call whoever you want to. Get a partner and pray with them. I mean, that's I love good. that because, you know, we talk about leadership and legacy. And, you know, so many individuals, they think of leaders, you know, like someone the like, like someone at the Pope's level. Who, removed. Yes, removed. Who, you know, he just kind of points the finger and, and things start to happen. But... You know, those leaders that understand that it is the individual person that makes up the people and that is who they serve. And mm-hmm. that's that's kind of cool. I like that. I know. Mm-hmm. I was very excited about that. Well, speaking of which, Kathy, bring us in because I know that you, you know, I'll wander around on the, <laughs> I'll wander <laughs> around forever. Um, but speaking of that, I, you know, there's, there is a, a view that people have to leadership. Mm. You know, you know, you point exactly, you did a great word picture that point your finger, lift your hand and someone makes Mm. things happen behind you, you know, but you're so far removed and there's a, there's a world view. And I think what Lori has given her life to what we're hoping to give Mm -hmm. our life to, uh, is this idea that do we live the world's view? Do we live the world's purposes? Do we desi- do we live designer lives, mm-hmm. mm, or right. do we live by a great design? Right. Do we live, you know, passionately on purpose? Do you set your purpose out, Kathy, every day? And how's that working for you? <laughs> well, you know, I, one of the things that I love when the Lord established Abraham as leader. Right. There was no one to lead but Abraham leading himself and he had to lead himself well and turn to God for God's leadership. Then Abraham had to lead his family and his family followed him. And then after he was doing that, 
there God gave him a people. But when the Lord was establishing Abraham as leader, he said, I will surely bless you and give you many descendants. So the blessing that God spoke of was not just personal blessing onto Abraham, but the blessing of life coming from Abraham. And I think that we have to remember when God um, puts us in a, when God gives us life, we are a leader because we are to steward that life. God says to whom much has been given, much will be expected. And you know, if you have a pulse, much has been given to you because there are no throwaway lives. Oh it doesn't boy, matter the how you started uh, or where you came from or what legacy has been left to you. The Lord has given you life, breathed life into you, and you are expected to lead that life well and leave a legacy with life. And, um, I, you know, I always think of legacy in terms of, you know, what kind of fumes are you giving off? What are you doing with what you're taking in and what are you leaving behind? It's not just when you die, but Lori, as you were saying earlier when we were talking, it is the here and now. And I love the picture of the tree because it takes something that is toxic to us, carbon dioxide, and it gives off oxygen, which is life giving that we would not be able to survive without. And so I'm thinking, you know, Lord, if I can just be a tree, <laughs> just let me take what is toxic and give off life yeah. instead. I love that. Oh, we, we could write a whole program yes, and dialogue around what kind of humans are you giving off? Yes, you know, we, we right. talk a lot about that. You know, this is such a society about, you know, clean air and regulation. Boy, if we really had a dialogue about, you know, what what really are you personally you know, giving yeah. off. How you know, clean right. is your air? Because I've heard some things that have been spouted out that uh, <laughs> <laughs> are more polluting than anything Oh, well, that's, so that's really good. You remind me of Jim. I was walking through the rainforest with him one time, uh, and uh, and he's a, he is a left-brain scientist. And, of course, I'm just in awe. I'm just walking mm. around these enormous, you know, trees, and, you know, and I just cannot get my head wrapped around it. And he is embarks on this great lesson about the trees, you know, what the trees are giving off and what the trees are taking in. And really, mm-hmm. you know, you see substance in this tree. He sees carbon in the tree. So you, I, I, oh. I, when you started, I was like, I was like, Oh, I'm back in the rainforest. I'm I can tell it. That's well, funny. You know, we got this thing with politicians, you know, and in the world's view. And that's why I thought this was a, you know, an on point, uh, peace for the day, you know, we've got this, these power struggles taking place all over the globe. And we always have, you know, mm-hmm. there's always been power mm-hmm. struggles in humanity, good kings, bad kings, good guys, bad guys, you know, Tonto and the you know Lone Ranger. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you've got, you know, you've got it all. And, uh, but the thing of it is, is that oftentimes when you talk about legacy, it's people are thinking about what it is that you leave behind. We're going to take our break and we're going to talk about, well, is, is that what God's thinking? What's his view to legacy? This is love talk on the word. Yeah, that's good.
Good morning. I am Cindy Vaughn. I love talking in the beautiful, blessed KLGO, the word studios. And in studio, of course, with me is love lady Kathy Endebrock, who is founder of uh, Let's Pray Today and Lori Tavias, who is director of Austin. I don't know what I'm doing here. That was my thought earlier. I thought, okay, and then there's you, Cindy, and you taking space. That's why this whole series, you know, I never come on here and speak about something that the Lord isn't really going to turn over in my life. The garden, I can tell it's fall gardening time for God. He's like, (laughs) he's got the pitch out. He's turning over the soil. You may feel this a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And so I feel the soil in my heart getting turned over about this stuff with legacy and Mm -hmm. leadership. Because even as Kathy and I were together this week and I was, we were talking about, I have a husband who I tease about making widgets, but really I went home to him and asked for his forgiveness this week because he is until midnight most nights talking to people in Asia and around the globe, and he loves them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. sometimes as a wife, when your husband is investing heavily all across the globe, it's easy to think it's about widgets. <laughs> he goes, I want to be a widget. Um, but, cause that widget gets a lot of attention. And, uh, but I, and, uh, and I was thinking in humility about, uh, both of you and the legacy you're leaving behind. And of course, Lori, you've got your fall extravaganza coming up on, uh, mm-hmm. Tuesday, September the 24th at the yes. Austin Double Tree. They, people can figure out how to get there and, and, and attend at, uh, info you can send an email at info austinprc.org or yes. go directly to the website austinprc.org and uh just roll off just a few of the things that we're going to be uh get to see and hear when we uh come to that yes i was sharing with with you on the break that uh, we also have some other special guests that uh either by video will be there which are u.s senator uh, Senator Cruz. Mm-hmm. We have Governor Perry, Lieutenant Governor Dewhurst, Attorney General Abbott, and in person speaking mm-hmm. to us will be Senator Donna Campbell. She'll be joining us with her staff. So it's going to be a big night. We have a lot of thi- special things planned. Again, this is a very significant year, and mm-hmm. it's amazing what pieces God has brought together. New beginnings. It is a new be- Yes, it's leaving a new that, day. Leaving that wilderness. Yes, well, yes. Kathy, we were talking about this worldview, you know, I mean, when it's easy for us as as moms or leaders or directors, you know, mm-hmm. in, in obedience to a vision mm-hmm. and or out of our ego and personality to look for our legacy, you know, whether it's a scientist and we're hoping to discover the cure to cancer. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make light to that. You know, business leader, how do you impact the world? And, and, uh, but I'm wondering where God's at in some of this. What is heaven's view to uh, legacy? You know, the one verse that comes to mind is, you know, in James where, He is talking about the importance of love in all that you do that. I mean, you can do the mightiest things that man can possibly imagine doing. And yet if you do it without love, it is completely meaningless and worthless and it will have no eternal value. And 
you know, we, we think about leaving a legacy, and for politicians, they want to leave a legacy of a great achievement. You know, when were they um, commander-in-chief over a difficult period and they turned it around, or what um, economic policy that, that did they employ that turned the economy around and created jobs? You know, were they known for uh, creating a new health care system? What will they be known for? What will be written in the history books about them? You know, scientists, they hope for discovery, that they're going to discover something and change something. And I love what you said about Jim. You know, here he is putting in these all these hours helping his company to succeed, and yet with his with his worldview or his heaven's view mm-hmm. of things, he understands that he is not building widgets. He is building relationships. He is calling people together to work together um, with integrity, with respect, with um, character, and working towards an end and bringing individuals together. And so I think there's, a, you know, there's the world's view of legacy, and then there's heaven's view of legacy. And um, I love that the worldview says, the person with the power is the most important one. The person who is on the magazine covers is the most important one. And um, and the masses just disappear. But the Lord sees the individual in the masses. Every individual person's legacy is unique. When you look at, at what you as an individual bring to the table, your background, your skills, your talents, uh, just the natural way that you think and you relate to, to people. You bring all of these things together and you are very unique, unlike any other individual. And the Lord wants to use that and equip you to impact the lives of others, leave a legacy behind daily, and then leave a legacy behind when he takes you from this earth. Um, so every person's legacy is unique to that individual, but it is God-honoring, God-glorifying, kingdom-building of eternal significance that when the history books are all burned up, their legacy will remain. Mm. And I think of you, Lori, so often as we were ramping up to the, our time together, and I think about how you touch the lives of women who come in and mm-hmm. in so much pain and oh, yeah. in and in despair sometimes you know or at least big giant question mark in their life you know Mm. where do I go from here yes and you know besides us talking about you know the issues of morality or even the issues of sanctity of life you know what is it that we're saying to people about how we're going to touch heaven Mm -hmm. and touch life by fostering Mm -hmm. life and that's why you know as I was looking for scriptural reference in this I kind of went down that road of um, the Lord says to us he says I've come that you might have life Mm -hmm. and life in abundance so he's not just talking about hey I want you to preserve life. I want you to protect life. And I want you to just live some kind of prosperity message. He's saying something to us there about his view Mm -hmm. to legacy and to life. And I want us to talk about that. And sometimes when, when when I have to 
set up the stage for talking about things on the good side, I got to talk about it a little bit on the negative side. Now that could be my personality. (laughs) (laughs) If Evelyn was here, she'd be, she's always good for me in that. But you know, that same verse in John 10, 10 is preceded by this. It says the thief comes only to steal, slaughter and destroy. Now I also thought if you you were so on my heart as we were preparing for today, because I thought, wow. This is what Lori's given her life to. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. That's you know, right. she doesn't talk about it in that way. But the mm-hmm. truth of the matter is, is she stands between the innocent and the unprotected and says, mm-hmm. you may be a thief and you may be a destroyer and you may have slaughtered thousands, but not on my watch. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Not that one should perish. That's what we live for every day. But, you know, as you're talking... I've asked the Lord just recently, what does it mean and life in abundance? What is what are you saying? Mm -hmm. And he's really made it clear to me in the last few weeks what I anticipate or what I expect or what I think can happen. He's even shown me that he he went above that. He did (laughs) Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. And when I was like, Lord, why this? And he said, you asked me about abundance. It's mm-hmm. more than you could ever ask <laughs> or hope. Or, and I want to go back when you were talking about our clients because this week we had a very significant, significant one come in. And when I met her, we were volunteers out, and so I was doing the reception desk. I do a little bit of everything. And she comes in, and the first thing she said A true was, leader. <laughs> uh, I love it. But the first thing she said was, where is the lady who prayed with me? Now, that could wow. be a lot of people because wow. we are almost all volunteer. Where there's only two paid staff at our center, uh-huh. and so I started asking a little questions, pulled her file. Well, what she wanted her, what she shared was, she came in in January and had not been back since January. Was considering abortion, and the volunteer who prayed with her, that's what made all the difference for her, and mm. she wanted to. The baby was six days old. And she said, it was her son, and she said, I want her to see what that prayer did. Oh, my wow. God. I hardly, I cried all the way in this morning. There is something uh, so wrong with me right now. I am not a ball baby. But I cried, oh. um, and I, I think that, I mean, gosh, can you? And her mother was with her. They're coming back Monday because I contacted the volunteer, and they're all going to be together. But her Talk about legacy and generations. Her mother said, I want to meet her, too. So her mother's life was changed. Her life was changed. And I asked, is the father involved? Absolutely. He's excited now that he has a son. So we're talking, and she has a two-year-old little girl. Generations changed by one prayer of a faithful volunteer who gave four hours that day. Well, I'm so excited that you agreed to come back in and continue this dialogue uh, next next time love talk is on because in exploring this verse and taking it apart and studying it like mm-hmm. i said i i really don't do radio to be personality or to have a listening audience the, this is the lord's way of you know instruction and keeping me mm-hmm. in school is this through study and things like that but you know he he I, it was the very th- same thing you synthesized there he's saying something to us mm-hmm. so much more yes. than what we can 
we can really we almost in our humanity yes. comprehend there are so much more than just I'm going to prolong your life or I'm so much more than I'm going to give you good things or mm. so much more than I'm going to restore innocence even more than I'm going to save you for eternity. He's even saying more than that and getting my head wrapped around that mm-hmm. more than the angels in heaven he's saying to us more more abundance than they have yes. is which is what yes. i'm promising you yes. and it is in the person of christ Jesus, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. in whose name we pray. We're gonna we're gonna take our break. We're gonna continue to talk about God's gift more than life. This is love talk on the word. Good morning. I am Cindy Vaughn. I love talking in the beautiful, blessed KLGO, the Word Studios, 1490 AM. Information with inspiration today. I can say that from the bottom of my heart as I'm sitting here with uh, two women who I esteem and admire so much. And, and as often happens to us, fortunately, in, for, for me, in, in the radio is that the Spirit of God, we don't just do this out of, mechanistic you know we do Mm. schedule a program every saturday (laughs) but the real thing we ask for is that the lord would show up and touch our hearts and of course that's our prayer for you today and and laurie has shared some things uh out of her heart uh that have been um well, I don't really have words for it. I mean, to say it's awesome, you know, would be like, oh yeah, I'm just a California girl. Uh, but, uh, but what other what other words do you use? I'm a little bit at a loss. We're in the studio today, and we're going to be wrapping our program. And we've been talking about this beginning um, conversation about uh, leadership, and. We thought that before we could really go through the rest of 2013 talking about leadership and turning kind of the whole American ideal about leadership upside down, we better revisit this idea of legacy having to do with leadership because people go into leadership thinking all kinds of cultural things that don't have anything to do with Christianity. And um, and so we're talking about this uh, individual responsibility that we have before God. And um, and that, that makes it sound heavy duty, but lots of it is just pure joy and fun yes. when you're living with God. Oh, absolutely. Every day is an adventure. <laughs> I, know, I wake just, up going, what do we do today, God? That's right, exactly right. right. I tell people that I can't imagine living out of my own paradigm. It's oh, like no. I just would have no, I could just not plan it. I yeah. can remember being on a prayer journey in Washington, D.C. one time, Lori. And uh, I, you know, I used to travel to D.C. all the time for work. And I was on this prayer journey. I'd been three weeks up in D.C. praying and walking and ball. Anyway, I, at one point, I just was praying and praying, praying. I, I opened my eyes 
all of a sudden, I mean, it's, I've been prayer walking. It's mm-hmm. not, I don't even know how I got to this spot. It's not like I was the blind woman with a cane, but I've been praying, I guess, really not aware of where I was going or, but I was on DuPont Circle at the old DuPont Hotel, which is on Embassy Row where I used to stay yes. all the time. Yes. And I was like, Lord, here I am. I've been three weeks in Washington, D.C. praying. On all my whole life before this, I had come to this hotel and stayed in this hotel. I can't tell you the number of times I had been there to battle through legislation or mm-hmm. battle through politics or, I mean, just, oh, just bloody battle after bloody battle after bloody battle. And now I'm here by your invitation yes. and by prayer and that you would have brought me. And I, mm-hmm. I literally sat there in front of that hotel and just wept that unconsciously brought me back to that point and said, I'm redeeming everything that, you know, you've done in your life to this point where your life is devoted to me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to invite you to places and things that you cannot possibly open the doors to yes. in your own life, That's right. of which was true later that week, you know, play, praying with presidents and mm-hmm. praying in secret places, being invited by Secret Service into places <laughs> to pray. I mean, places, things you just could not possibly do. Or having your waiter come up to you in the middle of uh, of a big fancy hotel in Washington, D.C. and say, what is it about you? I want that. Yes. Wow. Right Mm. there in front of his boss, in front of hundreds of people in this fancy dining room, getting on his knees and asking to receive Christ right there. Yes. Yes. And he lost his job. Wow. Wow. His boss was furious. And yet he said, I want this. Yes. Mm. And it it meant everything to him. He's in Mm. law school. Anyway, praying with him, him receiving Christ, and then having to go over and plead with his boss Mm. for his job. (laughs) I mean, these are the kinds of things we're talking about. Mm. When we talk Mm -hmm. about legacy and leadership and when we talk about adventure and excitement, when Lori talks about extravaganza, when when Mm. I talk about going to repent to my husband about widget making (laughs) and I can see that he (laughs) is speaking to people who would never be able Mm. to come into a Christian environment mm-hmm. but they would only know a christian yes and when i can just when i can catch that glimpse yes this is the beginning of our dialogue about living abundantly yes because if you live to your own mm-hmm. purposes and to the world's purpose here's what the enemy of god would do mm-hmm. he would want to come and use you mm-hmm. and use mm-hmm. you up yes. he would want to come and steal your soul for his own purposes mm-hmm. you know he would come to own you he would come to sacrifice you he would come to sacrifice your children to mm-hmm. his purposes mm-hmm. yes. he would come to end their lives if he could he would come to end their lives at their days for there to be no future for them in eternity mm-hmm. versus what we're talking about here is a God who says, you know what my inheritance is? You know what my legacy is? It's you. Mm-hmm. When I asked for everything I could ask for, mm. when I could create anything I could want to create, I asked for you mm. and I made you. And I asked that you would be my inheritance. Then I formed you, I made you, and I sent you. Now, 
mm-hmm. that you might be my prayer yes. on earth. Yes. And that little child you talked about, Lori, mm-hmm. that was a prayer not just prayed by a volunteer. That was a prayer that was prayed in heaven mm-hmm. and agreed to in heaven. Yes. And then a human being in the process of being formed was sent to yes. earth as the realization of that mm-hmm. prayer, yes. of the spoken word of God and the agreement mm-hmm. of hearts with mm-hmm. God. Yes. And right. this is this is more or less what we're talking about, legacy. Now, we've got a few minutes, and I'd like each one of you to kind of summarize uh, in, a, in a minute or two. And, and, Lori, I want you to do just a moment of, once again, talking about the extravaganza, but, mm-hmm. but from your heart, talk about what you want people to take away. Kathy? What's your takeaway today, and what do you want people to take away? You know, I mean, I think you summed it up so well, Cindy, when you were talking about these things that you were you, you did where you were present for the Lord. And I think that when we walk into situations, when we, when we you know, our, fit, our feet hit the floor in the morning, that we need to be present in that day and purposeful in that day. And and when I say present, I mean spiritually present. It's easy to be physically present somewhere, but to be spiritually just uh, ignorant and dead and closed off to what is happening. And I think where the spirit of the Lord is, there is truth, there is wisdom, there is power, there is purpose. And to transform the situation that you are in, to change the atmosphere where you are at, to accomplish eternal things rather than just physical things. And um, I would say that leadership and legacy is focus on being present. present. Not about tomorrow, That's not right. about yesterday. Lori, um, once again, remind people um, what, what you're inviting them to, but more important, why? Well, yes, I, I want to let everyone know I have a hug ready for them, so I'm going to be looking for them on, oh, on Tuesday, September 24th. And at the Double Tree North, right there, two ninety and I thirty five, it is for uh, it's our biggest event of the year, our fundraiser to uh, continue the work that we're doing. We're actually expanding our I work was now. Say how many? And we have twelve pregnancy centers awesome here in eight years' time here in Austin. We have expanded now in partnering with so many. All of we're li- actually living out Acts one eight uh, here locally, throughout the state, around the nation, and now working with other countries and saving lives. And that's exactly what the Austin Pregnancy Resource Center is all about. So September 24th, we're going to explain that. We're going to share that. We're going to. There are a lot of people I want to introduce to the people who come. Awesome. And I want to share just one thing that I'm taking away from today. You know, the Lord is really simplifying my life and is what you said, the power of love, to love mm-hmm. the Lord and to love one another. Mm. Pretty, that pretty much says mm. it all. Thank you, ladies. Looking forward to continuing to dialogue with you, hoping that you're blessed out there mm-hmm. and that you um, you give off those good fumes today that Kathy <laughs> talked about. This has been Love Talk on the Word.